Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. What are we talking about today, Kat? Today we're talking about Ahimsa, the first of the Yamas. The first of the Yamas. Ahimsa. 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 Yep. I'm pretty excited about it. I like talking about the Yamas and the Yamas. I don't talk about them as much in my classes as I should probably, but I do talk about them. I do like to talk about them. I love uh, the Yamas and the Yamas. I've done a couple series where I've done them, and I know that I have a couple instructors who have done some series using them as well, just saying, you know, like, hey, this week we're going to be talking about this or that or the other thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. So as long as we're bringing it up, ahimsa is the Sanskrit word for nonviolence. I've heard people describe it as kindness. I've heard Mm -hmm. people describe it as, you know, just generosity of heart. So I think just in general, I think you expressed it well with the do unto others as you would wish others to do unto you. So I think it just, it it would make the world a whole lot nicer if we were just not a bunch of jerk offs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's the first of the Yamas and it's kind of, in my mind, the highest ranking among them because it's the practice of that non-harming, non-violence. And it, you know, sages tell us to maintain that harmonious relationship with the world and a tranquil inner life. And it doesn't sound like we all have that tranquil inner life every day, does it? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. You know, it is a no. bit of a challenge. Yeah. Sometimes I want to poke people's eyes out and then I have to remind myself that's not very yogic. Mm, I know. And so that's how that goes. But mm-hmm. uh, so let's see. I start with sort of like a few different paths this could take us down <laughs> and ahimsa could take us down like the journey specifically towards other people like mirror reflection let's mm-hmm. do unto others it could also take us down the path of like what our karma or our karmic value is right mm-hmm. but it right. could also like take us down the path of like you know you think gandhi and the changing the world with your kind right mm-hmm. so I think there's like layers layers yeah. to this mm-hmm. and and like you say it's kind of like the granddaddy of all the yamas and the mm-hmm. niyamas for exactly that reason like mm-hmm. I could use it as I just am at the grocery store and I see a person with their groceries and I open the door and hold it for them like that's just mm-hmm. simple kindness acts of kindness and and on the flip I could take and transport that into something that I'm like literally using to change my whole persona like not just a random act of kindness but hey I want to change my path to that of something more consistently kind how can I change my behaviors what can I do or Mm -hmm. on the very big scale like how can I make this a global difference Mm -hmm. yeah it takes a little introspection too because a lot of times if you ask anyone I think everyone will say they're kind but a lot of times we're not even aware of things that we do like interrupting other people that's not very kind you know talking over people you know that those are little things 
things that we do all the time and we don't realize what effect that has on someone else and how unkind that can be. So a lot of times I think that we miss, we all think we're kind. Oh, I'm so kind, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think there's a little interplay right there because Mm -hmm. most people would say, yeah, I'm nice, but I think there's a really big difference between niceties and true kindness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice is, you know, that first layer. True Mm -hmm. kindness is really embedding it within yourself and then making that sort of bigger global difference. Right. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. We we all think, oh, yeah, I got that. I already do that (laughs) one. I don't need to work on that. Well, we all (sighs) do because in a given day, if you tell me you have not had one single negative thought today, mm, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> I, in mm-hmm. fact, could probably list you several of them during my workday and mm-hmm. all of my Zoom appointments today. Well, Zoom in and of itself is a blessing and a curse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> today, it was more a curse than anything else. Yeah. yeah. I did, like, literally have to, like, seal my lips. It wasn't even just pushing mute on the screen. It was, like, literally trying to push mute on my mm-hmm. brain because I was, I was about to go through the screen, but that's okay. I had to apply my ahimsa. <laughs> and that's good. That's good stuff. You know, one of the books that I really like are the Yamas and Niyamas by Deborah uh, Adele. And on the very first page about ahimsa, she writes, in Eastern thought, nonviolence is so valued that it stands as the very core and foundation of all yoga philosophy and practice. Thus well, that granddaddy of Yeah, like of all. think about it. If every action you did every word you said you paused long enough to pass it through the first gate of is this kind mm-hmm. half of what you would do in a day wouldn't make it through the door yeah. but then that also means that if all you ever did was what made it through the door look at how different your life would be too mm-hmm. yeah exactly no one has ever regretted the nice things they did mm-hmm. the kind things they did mm-hmm. also we're really telling people to try to um, ground your life and your actions in nonviolence. 100%. Mm-hmm. Kindness is free. Yes. And as but they it, say, but sprinkle it builds that shit your karmic bank. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sprinkle it everywhere. But it builds your karmic bank. Yeah. This book also says that all of our achievements and successes, hopes and joys stand on faulty ground if they do not stand on the foundation built by nonviolence. Absolutely. I'd mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah. It's it's like spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, if you have done something that is minimally unkind, you maybe can brush it off. But if you know it was really not kind, mm-hmm. you tend to ruminate, you tend to regret, you tend to repeat, you you, you know, so yeah, it's literally spinning your wheels. Well, and you can really practice this in a very mindful way. You can decide and to be more kind and more accepting and more forgiving of yourself and others and make that conscious decision. And I think if you go about your day thinking about that and keeping that in the forefront of your mind, you do make different kind of choices and that affects you and the world around you. 
Oh, 100%. The other thing is, you know, you brought up Deborah Adele's book. I love mm-hmm. that book, by the way. Yeah. It's and a if, great book. if you don't own that book, that Kat and I recommend it highly. I have, <laughs> I have given it out at Korea seminars I have done. I have given it out just in general to friends for holiday gifts. I have, I mean, that book, I feel like that book could not be read enough. And mm-hmm. I have it so tabbed and that the spine is broken and I just continue to go through it. In mm-hmm. fact, I was in it the other night, not even just preparing for this, but I decided I was going to create a notebook of all of the favorite quotes I've read in books. Remind me to not do that again because okay. it <laughs> all these books and all these quotes, it was kind of a ridiculous endeavor. And I was like mm-hmm. six pages in and I'm like, I'm pretty much just retyping typing her entire book because Deborah <laughs> Adele's book is so flipping good. <laughs> so dumb. Well, and it's such a usable book. 100%. It's yeah. It it's something that even someone that doesn't know anything about yoga, they can pick it up and they can immediately connect with it. It does not require you to bend your body around. It doesn't require you to touch your toes. It's simply a good read. It's relevant. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we are hurried and afraid and out of balance, sometimes that we we will find ourselves reacting in an unkind way. That's that's really even out of our nature, just because we haven't taken the time to slow down and be more mindful. Right, that we're reacting out Mm -hmm. of fear or stress or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And that goes back to that. Just take 20 seconds mm-hmm. and, and ask yourself, is this kind? If I if I follow through with this next statement or if I follow through with this next thing I'm going to do, is it going to have positive ripple effect or is it going to have negative ripple effect? Mm-hmm. Who's oh. who's gaining from it? Mm-hmm. And if I'm yeah. the only one gaining from it, it probably doesn't rank as kind. Mm-hmm. So do you want me to give you a couple of other things you can do to practice? Yeah, for sure. You can contemplate, you can sit comfortably and really focus on how you feel inside and how you feel about your practice. And then you can choose a pose that feels kindest to you where you are today. And remembering every day, it's a little different. But finding a pose that feels kindest to you physically, mentally, mentally, and emotionally. And in that pose, take any support you might need for yourself and just allow yourself to sink and be kind in that pose and feel that pose. Even just saying it the way you said it sounds so lovely and kind. (laughs) Just sink into it and allow yourself to feel. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. But, you know, going back into the deep philosophy of it is remember that kindness needs to be honest Mm -hmm. and it needs to be from a place that doesn't require recognition. Absolutely. If I am only acting because I want you to say thank you or I'm only acting because I want the payment back from you or to receive a gift back from you, Mm -hmm. then it's not coming from a generous place either. That becomes a contract or a business negotiation, that is no longer just, you know, a gift of kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Strings, no mm-hmm. strings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when, you know, when I mentioned practicing being kind, I be- guess I should have added being authentically cl- kind. Coming from a really, re- really mm-hmm. deep place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not surface kindness. That yeah. goes back to that sort of difference between niceties and true kindness. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can all be surface nice. Yeah. That's actually the ickiest kind. 
It is. It is. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Well, and with Ahimsa, what would you say about not only abandoning violence, but abandoning violent intentions and thoughts as well? Right. Like it's yeah. got to be the seed from inside, which mm-hmm. ultimately, I think if you dive deep into the sutras, it would tell you not only do you clean up your actions, but you clean up all of the things that you look at, all of the things that you hear. So if you're reading books that are violent, if you are watching television that is violent, and that's tricky for a lot of us, Mm -hmm. because we're all into, you know, what's the next best movie, you know, that's going to come out and or Mm -hmm. zombie apocalypses or whatever, you know, like this is this is what we do. And and we're just continuously viewing that you spend any Mm -hmm. amount of time on Facebook and look at how unkind people can be. Mm-hmm. Well, and you become numb to it. So all of a sudden, those unkindness, those the violences, you don't see it anymore as unkind. Oh, that's just how that person is. Or that's just how, you know, and so we start dismissing it and making it okay. Yeah. And anytime we become apathetic to anything, it's mm-hmm. dangerous. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very I true. agree with that. Live it. <laughs> I like that. Live it. Live it. Man, just live it. Well, neither you or I are saying we're perfect at it. We're saying, good Lord, no. We're saying it's the end goal. Yeah. If anybody Mm -hmm. heard our pre recording (laughs) little conversation, they would know. Uh, You know, but we're all a work in progress. And that's why we call yoga a practice, not a perfect. Yoga is a practice. Yeah. And so we all are working towards. And I think if our intention is good and we're really honestly trying to work towards all of these goals, then that's, that's the best that we can do as humans. You know, we're yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you and I would say on a given day, if you wake up with the right intention, mm-hmm. like that, that is what that is the best kindness, really, is to yeah. wake up with the right intention. If you wake up otherwise, that's a that's going to take you down a whole different path. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So be kind, man. Be nice, right? Yeah. Not only to others and the world around you, but to yourself. Yeah. Try and boost your karmic value. What you mm-hmm. put out there, remember, at some point, it's going to bounce back at you. Yeah. The less and you put hurts. out there. Yeah. The less you put mm-hmm. out there in the negative, the less bruises you suffer later. You know what I would love to talk about? What? Let's hear it. One thing I would, you know, one thing I always talk about, and I don't think I've talked about talked about this on another podcast. Stop me if I have. But everyone at the holidays decides that, you know, it's going to be a certain way. And so this week in one of my classes, and I wrote about it on my little Facebook post today, but I started thinking about those people in our worlds that just seem like it's their mission to just make our lives miserable. And it's not even miserable. Sometimes they just do those little things that just are annoying. And a lot of times people see that more at the holidays because you, you've got in your mind, you're going to have this fabulous Hallmark Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then it never turns out like that. And my mom used to get so upset because there was always some discord at the holidays. And and I started talking about it in class. And I would ask people, I was like, okay, everyone put your head down. How many of you guys love the holidays? And they'd all raise their hand. Then I'd say, how many of you guys find the holidays really stressful? They would all raise their hand. And I would say, how many of you, and if you don't raise your hand, it might be you, So, but don't feel that pressure. How many of you have that person in your family that just seems to want to keep everyone upset? And I mean, there we have these people. Do everyone? You know, I had them all in child's pose. They all had their eyes closed. Every one of them opened their eyes and they looked at me like I was a unicorn. Like I had hit on this magic, you know, thing. And I'm sitting there, kind of looking at them, like. 
like, so we can all relate to this. And they're all like, yeah. And so I was talking about getting rid of anger, getting rid of disappointment, getting rid of anything that causes us worry and stress and harm and how we sometimes just have to let that shit go because sometimes that stuff's not even ours to carry. And I was talking about this in class and this one lady, she opened her eyes and she looked at me. She goes, were you at my house this weekend? (laughs) And I was like, no, but I'm sure I've been there. But it is, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, you know, to be kind. But then it seems like it doesn't take a lot to derail that. I think it's funny that you bring that up, actually, because here's, you know, coming at it from a standpoint of, okay, lovely. The concept is fantastic. Let it go. Like, don't carry that stuff around. Like, Mm -hmm. we say that as an intention in yoga class, like, let go of what doesn't serve you. Well, that all sounds really lovely. But how do we actually, like, put pen to paper? How do we actually take that next step? Like, what do we actually do? Mm -hmm. I had been listening to... It was kind of reading and listening to some stuff on mantras because you know how I've been kind of trying to work on, you know, writing some new curriculum and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I had been reading about how to change the intention of your mantra instead of working on, you know, something that's specific for yourself. And it's not to say you don't keep your own self mantra, but instead take a mantra and flip it for the other person. Mm -hmm. And so you have to do you have to take a little moment. And this means pause. And mm-hmm. instead of looking at them with a critical eye, you now need to look at them with the eye of a compassionate onlooker mm-hmm. who's like, oh my goodness, like their behavior is so reflective of fear or anger right. or anxiety or right. whatever it is that, mm-hmm. that it's coming out of insecurity or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever is making that family member at your holiday act that way. And so instead, say a tiny mantra for that person to erase that tiny, we'll say character flaw. I and, love and, that. I and love so, that. so if it's, you know, if it's your mom feeling insecure that you say, may mom feel secure today, may mom mm-hmm. feel secure today, or, you know, whatever whatever it is, again, not in the negative, you have to still apply all the mantra rules, but Mm -hmm. erase it by flipping it. So if it's fear, you're like, may Susie feel fearless today. Mm -hmm. May Susie enjoy today with fearlessness or however you want to phrase it. But instead of it being, may I remain calm with my Mm -hmm. mom, send the mantra out for her to behave the way she won't be so reactive, right? You know, the cool thing about that, as you're sending that out, may my mom be secure. You're changing the way you are seeing your mother. Yeah. And that changes everything. Yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Maybe this does fall right into Ahimsa because it is an act of kindness to take the Mm -hmm. moment and be like, okay, this isn't about me. This is about what can I do to see her in a better light so that I can be kind to her? What can I send out in the vibrations and the ripples? And maybe that's where we're really talking about that more global, that more community effect of mm-hmm. our ahimsa. Yeah. You know, and I always talk about, about my little backpack of worries and troubles and stresses that I see people pack up every day and they carry them around with them and they worry about them, they stress about them, they get mad about them, they get angry about them. And so I, you know, I always encourage people, you know, just leave that 
leave that shit at home. But it is so easy to say that, but it's hard to do it. But if you go into it with that mindset of ahimsa, of practicing kindness and remembering that extends to yourself, then you can maybe at least lighten your load a little bit and practice some of that a little bit more. Yeah. Taking one layer off at a time. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't have to be this big task where tomorrow you wake up and you're perfect. Like that's, that seems impossible. So tomorrow it's one thing. Mm -hmm. What's one, one more thing you could do Mm -hmm. that would be kinder to yourself or what's one less thing you could do that would be kinder to yourself. Yeah. I love that. I do too. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.